All right, the recording has begun. Oh, cool, because I'm going to walk away for a second. to Excellent. Exactly what we want out of our recordings. <laughs> yep. I had to make a real quick phone call. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, as always, Garrett's super quiet. You can hear me. I'm loud. Chris, Chris can speak up to me, right, Chris? Oh, he can. oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Hidden Doors and High Scores, a podcast where three guys talk about games. I'm Austin. I'm Garrett. And I'm Chris. This week, we're talking about Gundam Evolution Online, which is a pretty recently released free-to-play Gundam-themed 6v6 first-person shooter team game with ability. It's Overwatch. It's Overwatch. Yeah. It's Overwatch with a Gundam theme. Uh... Which, you know, we watched Gundam when we were kids. It's free to play. We thought, let's check it out. Uh, why not? Nothing to hurt us. And um, yeah, it's, uh, I think it's pretty interesting. It's, you know, it's, the gameplay is Overwatch, right? It's 6v6. It's, you got heroes that all have different thing, like different um, weapons and they have different abilities and like they're even mapped to all the same keys as Overwatch for the most part. And the like, design yeah. of it, the the UI looks very similar to Overwatch. Yeah. Like the players yeah. in the same place with the abilities. There is some difference in the game modes, right? Like you don't really have like the push the payload kind of game and you have um actually what's more reminiscent of games like Call of Duty and stuff where you have like domination, like certain areas of the map that like three areas that you want to go to and like which one is active is rotating and then there's like the double checkpoint where you have area a you capture that and then you capture area b which is in, in all of them right and uh, the destruction one where you can uh you set a charge and they either have to defuse it or you have to let it blow up. right kind of yeah. counter-strike i was gonna say know. ultra yeah. fast-paced counter-strike which <laughs> is not counter-strike at yeah. all yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we get too far into it, we should say this game was made by Bandai Namco. Uh, they are a very, very big game developer um, who tends to do a lot of um, these sort of Japanese big series like Soul Calibur, Ace Combat. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can tell this game is polished. This is not an indie game. Like, it, it feels well put together. Like, I didn't run into any glitches. Like, the game looks pretty good. Uh, it, it's, it's pretty well put together. Uh, for the most part. I do have a slight complaint about it, how it looks, and just the fact that, like, it's not as colorful as Overwatch is. Like, this is just what I'm going to directly compare it to for this entire episode. It's just not yeah. as colorful, and that's pretty mm -hmm. noticeable. But, like... It's pretty drab. And, like, yeah, yeah. like the buildings and stuff kind of all look the same. It's just like, mm -hmm. all right. And it's all very boxy, all the level design. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't necessarily bother me because like I get like I remember watching Gundam and a lot of it's like, you know, it's very in a city and there's all these concrete skyscrapers and, you know, there's just not going to be that much variety of color. But like even like the one at the I can't remember the name of the map in the game, but the one where it's like you're actually like in a city and there's like city. little mini yeah. cars and you can actually tell what size the, you know, the Gundams are and stuff like that. 
I would the, definitely say yeah, that was a really like, cool realization of that's like the but, oh, but yeah. like the it's like overcast. It's like an overcast day, so the sky is all gray and shit. Like they couldn't yeah. even make it bright and sunny to see the right. contrast. You know what I mean? I was just like, yeah. okay, yeah, definitely gray is the palette for this whole game. Yeah, but I mean, but like, like that's why I only complain about the looks. Like the actual, you know, sharpness and contrast and stuff is pretty good, and the particle effects are well done. Yeah, it's really just yeah. like the color palette kind of. <laughs> could be better well, but i will say that this game caps out at 120 fps which is strange for a game like this like counter-strike you have people at a thousand overwatch easily 300 which is just weird I'm, I'm sure that's like an update that they need to fix but this game does not seem like graphic intensive enough to need to cap it at 120 so hopefully Definitely they not. fix that yeah uh, like they just released the uh, the day we're recording this episode, they just put out a pretty good sized patch. It was like a two and a half gigabyte patch. So it seems like they are going to, you know, keep this game updating. It's yeah. like it's free to play. So there obviously is like a battle pass and in-app purchases and stuff like that. All of that stuff is like for cosmetics, which I think we've discussed before. We don't really have a problem with monetizing stuff that doesn't affect gameplay. Um, seems like they're going to keep this, try to keep this going for a while, and I kind of enjoyed it. Speaking of all the uh, all the particle effects and uh, and new updates, we should talk about all the different characters in this game. So many. Yeah. Well, I was going to talk about this. Uh, this game gives you one of the most amount of starting characters out of free-to-play games like this. So this starts you out with 12 characters out of 17. Overwatch 2, if you get it brand new and didn't have the first one, you only start with 13 characters. Now, you unlock 35 real fast, but uh, Apex, you only started with six characters out of 22. Valorant, five out of 18. Damn. So Gunham is pretty generous with starting out giving you characters, but to get the characters, you need a currency called Capital, and you can only get Capital by doing timed events or time challenges and so you like your daily them. missions right certain ones certain okay. ones don't and winning or losing doesn't give you capital and if you buy the battle pass you can also get capital so it's not as easy uh to get more characters but i think 12 is a perfectly fine amount of characters to start out with yeah it's it's definitely a lot and it's frankly uh, kind of like when you start something like overwatch it's frankly overwhelming. Like 12 is too many um, in the sense that it takes a while just to learn one character and just to learn the way the game works. And I mean, they, they do feel really different. I, I will say they did a really good job, just like Overwatch. The different characters have vastly different abilities, vastly different guns, um, and, and they do feel different to play and use, which I, I thought was really cool. I don't really remember Gundam that well from my childhood, so I didn't really have the nostalgia factor of being like, oh, it's the BD sniper. I remember it like that. Yeah. Didn't do the anything The only guy for me. I really recognize is the original Gundam. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I'm like, oh, I know that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I can see him. He's got his little, like, the V sort of yeah. plan. You're like, yeah, all right. Got it. But yeah, okay. I was wondering if you guys were, like, huge Gundam fans or anything. I mean, I remember watching it, like, 
I'd watch it at every opportunity, but I feel like they didn't play, they didn't show reruns of it that much. And also there were like 11 different Gundam series that like, yeah. I, dude, who even knows that like didn't overlap or maybe they did. I don't know. I'm sure. I really well, only remember like watching giant robots hit each other with beam swords and shit. And that yep. was cool. Like that's. <laughs> Yep. That's all yeah. I remember about it. That, that's about as far as my memory goes. Well. <laughs> yeah. Big robots blowing shit up. It was cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so we're obviously not like, you know, diehard fans of the series. I think if you were a diehard, I think this will appeal to you because they have all these different mechs from, I assume, different eras and different shows mm-hmm. that are all kind of coming together here, which I think is really cool. And I'm sure that they did them justice given the amount of different weapons and things they can do but yeah for me i just think they did a good job making different characters feel different like there's a character who's got a shotgun and a ton of health and you know gets up into the fight really easily and there's you know super lightly armored snipers that stay in the back and Mm -hmm. there's a guy with a giant jump and a huge sword and everything in between those things do any of you have like a favorite that you remember the name of or yeah, I well, I have a I have a character that's my favorite to play and a character that I am the best at that kind of <laughs> makes any team I'm on win. My 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 character that I just like whenever the challenge was like win 3 games, I played Gun Tank cuz Gun Tank <laughs> is broken. Gun Tank is basically just like a mobile turret. He's Bastion turret form but permanent. Uh, so what he does is you, there's like this box on the screen, like a rectangular box on the screen. And if multiple enemies are in that box, like your aim, that's how you aim you while you're shooting, you do the same amount of damage to all of those enemies at the same time. And then you can right click. It's, it's just like heat seeking missiles yes. or something. Yeah. It's heat seeking okay. missiles. Uh, and so you can't miss. Uh, and then if you right click, you focus on one of them and do like a concentrated amount of damage to that one. So he is really stupid in team fights because if the other team is like on your screen at all, you are doing damage to them. And then he's got a his like a big ability is like a like a splash damage rocket kind of thing. That's just like a good finishing move. And then his ultimate ability is it's rip tire. Oh. oh hell yeah yeah Jack it's Grant. insane it's yeah but it's oh it's, dude is that is it like a little flying ship it's junkrat's rip tire but it's a flying ship so you can go up or down and you can fly around in circles and you can like and then it just blows up and does a ton of damage it's some he's kind of a busted character i've been killed by that several times and i think that is something we should talk about we'll get into all our favorite characters but i've feel like this game could use some balancing. I mean, maybe I'm a noob and I just don't understand things, but it seems like everyone agrees. There are some characters that just seem way, way better. And there are some characters that seem totally useless. Gun Tank is the character that I use like just to win games. My favorite character to play is the one you were just talking about, um, Sazabi. He's the one with the shotgun and the shield. He's like the epitome of the frontline tank. So he just has a ton of health. Andy has a shield and then he's got a like a short range shotgun and it literally is just like 
you put your shield up and you have your shotgun like this and you can shoot the shotgun while you have the shield up too which is cool cool so you can just like slowly it's like in it you know, it decreases your movement speed a little bit while you have the shield up. You just like slowly walk forward into enemy fire, just blocking everything and pumping with the shotgun. Yeah. I like I, he's the most fun to play for me that I've played so far. Maybe I was just playing against good teams. I played him a couple times. And I was getting murdered. I sure. could not get out. Well, the thing I mean, like his weakness is being hit from behind, right? Like his, his shield is in the front obviously so sure um yeah you have like a slightly larger health pool but like his abilities are meant to be front facing and uh so if yeah if your team gets killed behind you or if somebody like gets around and attacks you from behind you're kind of bummed and he's probably a little less mobile than some of the other yes. uh, suits he is not and... a mobile suit gundam oh <laughs> mobile suit gundam that's a thing <laughs> and like this game is maybe other than him there's a lot of very very mobile gundams this mm -hmm. game plays a lot faster than overwatch in my opinion yeah there's a guy who turns into a jet and flies around He's super yeah fast. i mean there's characters <laughs> who literally just fly yeah. and well and basically every character essentially has in addition to just being able to sort of walk or sort of run or sometimes fly as a jet or whatever the fuck they can do um a lot of characters have like sort of moves where they can charge forward but every character has this like left shift where if you just tap it they'll like boost really quickly in a direction mm -hmm. yeah and that makes battles very fast and very frantic because you can be sort of in these corridors and suddenly a character will just boom appear out of nowhere and start using all kinds of crazy abilities and then even if you start fighting back and doing well they can just jet back out really really quickly and it it lends itself a lot more to like hit and run kind of tactics, which mm -hmm. I think is really cool. That being said, I think my favorite character to play was was the sniper guy. I don't remember I don't remember things name. He's like the GM sniper or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's his name. That's his name? Okay. Yeah. Great. <laughs> uh, we don't make I, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> probably because I'm still a noob at this game and I uh, cannot keep up with the reflexes. But boy, if I'm not in the middle of a shitstorm, it is a lot easier to shoot people. And I yep. really appreciated that. Yep. Because when you're in the midst of combat, like remembering to use those boosts to dodge out and all your abilities and watching your cooldowns, and God forbid there's, you know, two of your friendlies and three enemies all circling around each other, and it's chaos. Yeah, um, I'm sure it becomes less chaos the more you understand the game and the more you understand what the individual suits can do. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed just being a sniper and being in the back, which is not usually my jam in uh, in games like this. But sure. I, I really enjoyed it here. I enjoy very much enjoyed playing the sniper, especially on there are a couple of the maps, especially like the point capture ones the where there are one? really long yeah. sight lines. Yeah, like really long corridors to shoot down. And it <laughs> I mean, I don't I didn't read that much into it. But it sure didn't seem like there's a lot of like damage fall off at distance. So yeah, I, I was miles away <laughs> and sniping people. And that felt great. Uh, my favorite guy was turn a Gundam. Or turn a Gundam. Mm. Uh, yeah, I like that a, guy too. He had like a beam gun. It's it's almost a sniper. It's pretty long range. And I, like you, didn't want to stand in the big ball of death of melee characters. So staying back is nice. Uh, if a guy gets close to you, you can grapple them and like throw them to the ground. Oh, 
Dude, and you, the you, suplex. It's yeah, the, the, suplex. It's the meat fighter suplex. <laughs> yep. It's so good. And you can heal yourself. So if you want to get out, like you're you're pretty a self-sufficient character, but his alt is the best thing ever. You turn into a massive butterfly and somehow people just die around you. I don't know what's happening, but they're all just dying. Yeah, he's sort of sparkling magic <laughs> yeah. pixie dust. And then everyone dies. And you're like, okay, yep. cool. There are a lot of characters that I didn't play because, frankly, it was overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even play all the characters that are, like, available to you. And I've got, I mean, probably close to 10 hours in, and I didn't play, I didn't play all the, what did we say it was? 12 uh, or something? 12, 12 available, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even play all 12 of them. Yeah. Partially, that's because the way the, the challenge, like, thing works is that for some of those things it only counts towards that thing if you use certain characters and it's like yeah. three or four characters that that they say like, oh, you can use Pale Rider or like Sazabi or like, and so two of them are like ones that you have to unlock. So it's like really right. you ha just have to play a Pale Rider who's like the the default like character they do the tutorial with, um, who is basically Soldier 76, which I actually yeah. played a lot of him. And like when, when my team was just getting absolutely brutalized, like I felt like, his I had the muscle mystery muscle memory down for his ability set like the best just because it's exactly soldiers so I would like switch to him to like get our team out of trouble a lot of the time you know yeah so it's like win three games but you can only do it with those characters it's like okay well you got to keep playing with that character until you win three games yeah I remember being confused as shit at the beginning because I'm like what the fuck? I won three games. I definitely did that. And they were like, oh, yeah. only these two characters you can win three games with? Mostly that didn't bother me, except for like, there were a couple characters that I just really sucked with and like didn't enjoy playing. And they were the only ones I had available to do those things. Also, it would be like you'd get into a game and uh, somebody else would like insta lock that character. And then I didn't get the opportunity to play. I had to play through a whole game and then try again. Like you're playing right. a whole game that you know wouldn't count. Yeah, because each each Gundam, only one person can be each Gundam. Yeah, there's, there's no duplicates allowed. Yeah, uh, on each team. So so yeah, if other people just lock them up early, you're just like, well, I'm making no progress on my challenges on this game. And it, it didn't happen often enough that it like it really bothered me. It was just like a thing that I noticed every once in a while. I was like, oh mm -hmm. damn it, I have to play four games instead of three to do this you know to get this much damage or to or to win this many games or do whatever the challenge was so i don't know but again that's like a, i think that's just another thing to try to like nudge people towards just pay for the battle pass and then you don't have to worry about shit like that you know well speaking of battle pass uh one of the nice things they do with the battle pass is if you complete the battle pass you can buy it again which i don't get why more games don't adopt them. oh yeah yeah just like that is a great idea that's the way the rocket league battle pass yeah works, exactly if you buy if you buy it and play it enough i think it's like 110 levels or something in the rocket league battle pass which is really easy to get like if you play the game significantly at all it gives you enough credits to just buy it for the next season um and this and gundam does the same thing which is cool so it seems like it's a loot box system. If you wanted to outright buy the loot boxes, it's about $2 per loot box. Uh, but it's pretty bad chances to get anything. Except for Austin, he got a legendary on his first loot box. So. First, first pull, baby. <laughs> got a sweet uh, but, gold skin for regular Gundam. 
I got a, not on my first one, but I got one later. I got a gold skin for a character that I haven't unlocked yet. (laughs) Yeah, that's annoying. That's annoying. Also, uh, to buy legendary skins, it seems right now you can only get like a four pack and it's $35 for the four legendary skins. But I looked at the prices of other games. Doesn't sound that crazy. Well, yeah, uh, Valorant Valorant's skin prices are fucking so, astronomical. So Valorant, there's no uh, skins for the characters, but there are weapon skins. For one weapon skin for a single weapon is thirty dollars. Uh, for a pack for all the weapons, the same skin, one hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> uh, for Horrifying. Apex, uh, it's about twenty dollars for a character skin, and Ow. Overwatch, which has gotten a lot of flack. Uh, is twenty to thirty dollars for a character skin now, but they've been doing kind of shady things where they bundle it in a group of things and say it's a discounted rate uh-huh. because it's a bunch of shit and you can't buy the skin on its own, so it's mm. a shitty way to do it. But yeah, that checks. It's out. about twenty to thirty dollars. So it turns out hey. Gundam Evolution is actually pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By comparison, yeah. But again, like you know. I don't really care about that. Yeah. I'm not paying money for fucking skins uh, no. in a game like this. But hey, if you do, at least it's a little cheaper than some of the other games. Yeah. Um, how long does it take to unlock a character, a new character, with just like you log on every day and play for like an hour or two? That's we have the an thing is on that uh, on earning the capital that requires. It's based on the time gated challenges, so you don't. You don't always get the same amount every day. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it really depends on like what particular challenges and like the event things and the daily things, the weekly things. Sure. So like, but I, I think ballpark, it's going to take you more than a week, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I think I have like ten or eleven hours in the game at this point, and I, I don't have enough to. Yeah, have I've played over a hundred matches, easily over a hundred matches. Not, not even close. Okay, so yeah, even though you do start with those twelve pretty easily, it's going to take yeah, you takes a couple of weeks mm-hmm. to to get a new one. Unless I'm guessing you buy a battle pass, that's going to cut down that time significantly. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I also like didn't in those ten hours. I wasn't like just setting out like hitting check marks, completing challenges. Like I didn't exactly. complete all the daily challenges. I didn't complete all the weekly challenges. You know, okay. like I did some of them that were like I did the ones that were like win three games with this set of characters and if it happened to be like a couple of the characters that i already knew that i enjoyed playing and knew how to play then i would do them but if it was like oh you have to be the character that turns into a jet and i don't know how to play that character uh i just wouldn't even try to do it so yeah i mean like i may might be farther along into into playing like into getting a new character but i don't know I don't really, there are so many of them that it like it was kind of who cares like why true it but it seems weird that you get no benefit for winning like why not give a little capital if you win a game yeah you literally just get experience points yeah. and like basically that's i don't really understand what the experience points are for other than once you get to a certain to level you tickets. can play ranked yeah yeah but after that yeah after that what's the point yeah I don't, I don't really get it. I will say, so speaking of ranked, their matchmaking system, at least in casual, because I haven't gotten to ranked yet, is hot <laughs> garbage. Hot garbage. Yeah, two hot thumbs down. Garbage. Yeah. yeah. It is horrendous. There seems to be absolutely no MMR system whatsoever. Uh, we played games that were 
Austin and I played games together back to back, one of which was super competitive, very close, very evenly matched, ton of fun. And then the very next game got absolutely steamrolled by people who clearly had been playing the game for a while and we couldn't do anything could not leave our base like they were standing at the door murdering us while we had we were able to like regenerate instantly and they were miles from home we couldn't do anything yeah just absolutely stomping us yeah there you are just going to get matched with and against people who are far better at this game than you are yeah. yeah, which is really, really frustrating when you're very first starting to play the game, very first learning to play, and it's a confusing game. There's a lot happening. It's very fast-paced. And then there's six people on the other team who are absolute veterans who are going to just stop you, and you're like, what? Yeah. What yeah. was I supposed to do? Yeah. That, that is not a fun experience at all. No. Once you get to ranked, I, I would imagine it's better. Now, I mean... The upside of that is you don't wait a long time to get into a game, but I would happily wait two, three minutes to get into a game to actually have fun in a game uh, yeah, rather than absolutely. waiting 30 seconds to have, you know, five minutes of misery. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. yep. <laughs> Just don't think that's the way you should do things. No, it, yeah, it doesn't feel good when that happens. But on the other hand, like sometimes we did get in games that were evenly matched, you know? And yeah. Like, and we were also were fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this game's this game's been out for a little over a month at the time of this recording, and we we have to be some of the earliest people playing it. You know, like I'm sure, sure. there are, it probably isn't that huge a community out there. So like, there's a bunch of other noobs on there as well that don't know the game yep. any better than we do. Uh, should we talk about the music? The music in Gundam Evolution was composed by a guy named Tadayoshi Makino. You guys will know his work from uh, Resident Evil 2, from Monster Hunter World, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, nice. Yeah. One of the other Monster Hunter games that there are so many of them, I forget the names. But he has been around Bandai Namco and, you know, in the gaming industry for a while. He's obviously very good. And this game has basically if if you told me to try to like guess what this soundtrack was going to sound like before i'd ever played the game i would have told you exactly what this soundtrack sounds like (laughs) (laughs) because it's basically what i remember from the gundam tv shows it's um it's just like a fast-paced orchestra that's super brass heavy and it's if you listen to the intro cinematic which is three minutes and 11 seconds long from the time the cinematic starts to the like title screen three minutes and 11 seconds dude i watched that the first time i loaded up this game and i was like i can't believe this is still going (laughs) Uh, so the first time i loaded the game up i watched about two minutes of it and then went is this just like Smash Bros where I'm like, it'll keep going unless I press a button? <laughs> uh, because it looks very similar, just like repeat. And so it like, it like shows like, you know, slow-mo scenes of the characters fighting each other and then it'll like introduce each one one at a time. And I was like, is it just going to repeat? Is it just going to keep going? So I skipped it. And then I went, you know what? I need to go back and watch that again. And I need to time it so I can talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> time how long it goes. Three minutes and 11 seconds. And the entire song is basically just like what you'd imagine like 
the Gundam theme song would be. It's just really fast paced and very brassy and like epic battle anime music. It doesn't really have like there's different tracks for the different like maps and but not really like doesn't really change. They don't really change situationally. They just kind of are like these kind of longer compositions that loop depending on how long your game goes. It's good. It doesn't get in the way. It fills the space nicely. It's just like it's kind of bland anime video game music, to be honest. There's nothing really partic- that particularly stands out about it. Nothing that I can whistle. I can tell you that. Yeah, for sure. It's yeah. Nothing there's, sticks in my head. Just like the actual gameplay, there's a lot going on and nothing really stands out. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good way to put it. But it's not bad. Like, I don't want to take anything away from it. it like, it, it it does the job. Yeah. I'm sure the music is like a love letter to the original Gungan theme. Totally. And, it, and listening, listening, watching this intro cinematic and listening to the main theme of this game, like, made me think of the the Mobile Suit Gundam anime trailer. Like, it's just exactly the same mm-hmm. thing, which is good, right? That's yeah. what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It just doesn't really stand out, and it's not supposed to, so. An adequate job was done by all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Should, should we move on to final thoughts? Let's yeah. do it. I will start us out. I... Think Gundam Evolution, if you like either Overwatch or Gundam stuff, is worth trying out. It's worth your time uh, because it's free. Uh, it was very low barrier to entry here. Like download it, you can try out several different characters. It's really easy to get on, uh, get connected with your friends and uh, team up. They they made that system super simple, uh, which I really appreciated. At the end of the day, I wasn't super impressed with it. I liked Overwatch's sort of aesthetics and characters a little better. I also found that Overwatch is a lot more balanced, and this game feels really unbalanced right now. I don't know if that's going to continue to be the case in another three weeks or in another couple months. Um, So maybe it's worth checking out and trying out. And uh, if you just need a, a time away from the Overwatch scene, then uh, this could be a good way to go. But uh, but yeah, the, the level up system and the balance of the different characters make me, uh, and the MMR of getting paired into really bad games, uh, make me hesitant to really highly recommend this. Yeah, I'm, I'm meh, it's, it's good. It's well put together, but but I don't love it. Yeah, I, I echo pretty much everything you said. It's it's fine. They made an adequate game, uh, but wh- why wouldn't I be playing Overwatch over this? Like, and I'm also not a big Gundam fan, so I'm not getting any much more out of it. So I'm gonna say, yeah, if you're interested in Gundam, go ahead and download it. But I I'm gonna say it's not even worth the download. Just keep playing Overwatch. Yeah, I uh. I was really excited to play this because I remembered really liking Gundam as a kid, like the anime show and getting into this and just like realizing that I actually didn't know dick about Gundam and uh, like just didn't remember any of the characters or like had no steeping in the lore whatsoever was kind of it didn't put me off the game. But I was just like, oh, like there's 
really nothing holding me here. Like, it's not the characters that I remember necessarily or, like, the world that I was so enamored with. It was just, like, giant robots fighting each other, you know, satisfies my inner five-year-old, and it never won't. Um, And so I think I'm going to keep grinding this game over a little bit. I want to get to ranked and see if, like, the matchmaking is a little better. And because I think that close matches that are like competitive and well-balanced would be a lot of fun in this game, just as a switch up to overwatch. I think I was playing overwatch right before we got on to record this. Uh, so I'm obviously going to keep doing that. And like, yeah, it's overwatch has just earned my loyalty a little bit more, but this game is free. And so if you're not into overwatch or hate blizzard for their scummy business practices, uh, why not yeah. check out Gundam <laughs> Evolution and support Bandai Namco? <laughs> and it costs you nothing, so just try it. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us here at Hidden Doors and High Scores. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, I'm Austin. I'm Garrett. And I'm Chris. You can find us at HDHS Gaming on all of the social media platforms. Make sure to check us out on Twitch to see what we're playing and talking about. Come and join us in Discord. Uh, We hang out and play games there every night, and we are always happy to have more gamers on the server. Come play Gundam Evolution with us. Maybe we can get a six stack one of these days. I feel like we've only ever had like three on on a team, and it would be real fun (laughs) to have a full team in this game. All those links will be in the show notes for this episode. Lastly, if you like this podcast, tell a friend, give us a rating. Both of those really help us out, give us more visibility, and we would really appreciate it.